0: Hey there, the Small Steps Living podcast is now an audio version of Small Steps TV. You can check out Small Steps TV on YouTube, my Facebook page, and of course, the smallstepsliving.com website. But you know, some of us don't have time to watch. So here is your chance to listen to the latest episode of Small Steps TV. Enjoy. Welcome to Small Steps Living, the, the podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Overwhelm series of Small Steps TV. I am really excited that you're here and that I'm here and I have so much brilliant stuff to bring you over the next four weeks I would love to know that you're here uh, I would love to, um, to know uh, do you feel overwhelmed if you know anyone who is overwhelmed then go ahead and tag them. Think about some of your family members or friends who are just like in that state of panic a lot of the time. Be sure to tag them. Be sure to share this to your page. What I am going to be sharing with you in this episode is why you will always feel overwhelmed until you know this one thing. So I'm really excited to bring it to you. I'm just going to um, check out some of your comments. Sorry, don't know what just happened there. Brand new scenario going on. I hope you like the the branding that's happening here. And uh, I know what just happened, which was I went to look at your comments and it totally took my screen away. So sorry, always overwhelmed here, shared in all my places. Thank you, Megan. Hello, Kerry, Tamara Lee, Priscilla. Um, I am so excited you're here. Always overwhelmed. Yes. You guys, where did you go? Okay, I'm back. So I'm sorry about that little glitch before. Um, hey, Beth, good to see you here. So I am really excited. Um, there's something that's happened to me over the last little while, lots of things I've been learning and implementing into my own life because if some of you guys uh, have, um, hey, Emma, hey, Danny, hey, Sarah, uh If any of you guys have been following my journey for a little while, you'll know that I started this online business when I had three kids, three and under. Um, It was a bit crazy for a while there and I got into this constant state of overwhelm. I didn't even realise that even my relaxed was like this heightened state and it it got me into a bit of trouble. Um, And what has happened is, is that my life is still... Full would be a word that I would use. Uh, Yes, Kate. Okay. Hi, Inga. Hey, lovely Karen. Denise. Hey. Uh, Is that chaos can still kind of be happening around me or things can be going a bit pear-shaped, but I'm kind of grounded. So let me just give you a quick description of my day to let you know I am with you in the the busy kind of world. Um, and then we're going to move on to some really key concepts that I have realised that have just basically blown my mind and shifted the entire way that I do my life. So, um, hey, Kirsten, thanks for letting me know. So, okay, you guys, this morning I was up, uh, my alarm went off at 445 And I snoozed for 10 minutes and then I got out of bed because I joined a a program and the learning all happens um, at 5 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. It's an American program and I tune in live. I decided to commit to this program. I knew it was 12 weeks. I knew it was going to be some pretty fresh mornings. Um, Hey, guys. And and also, if you've only just joined, make sure that you go ahead and tag some people who you know are overwhelmed. Share this to your um, page, whatever you need to do to help spread the word, because what I'm going to be sharing is going to be pretty powerful stuff. Um, Barbara, I I think if you've commented here, you should be on the live feed. Um, Maybe refresh your page uh if that helps um so if 4 45 wake up did this course you know tuned in feeling really good um then finished about 6 30 got a few things done around the house had a shower wash my hair you know all the things kids waking up kids a little bit grumpy um son who we're trying to help with his handwriting resisting 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 just making life difficult um Um, Nick, my husband, takes the older two kids to school. I take the younger one to go and see a friend who has had a baby recently and I just pop off for a coffee. It's a 50-minute drive there and uh, grab a coffee. Um, Three-year-old decides she doesn't like the scooter anymore that she has, throws it down on the ground outside the cafe. We're in the cafe. She's screaming, I'm trying to order a coffee just because suddenly, you know, The Dora scooter is not the scooter that she likes. And she proceeds to then just follow me around. I try to talk to her. She's still screaming, you know, three. And finally get back into the car. She cries, something else. um, And get to see my friend, which is awesome. Best. Newborn babies, like, oh, my gosh, just delicious. Delicious. I try not to sniff too much because three is enough. Come back here. Um, I run a live workshop where I was teaching people about actually creating online video, funnily enough. That goes for an hour and 40 minutes. Um, then deal with a staffing crisis at Small Steps HQ, um, walk to school to get the kids, come back home. There's about 15, 20 minutes to have some afternoon tea. The three-year-old has lost her it completely on the way there. So I'm trying to get to school, pick up, and literally she doesn't let me hold her. She doesn't want to walk or she doesn't want a scooter. It was just like nightmare proportions. And then, you know, finally get everyone home. Then have a... Uh, um, Footy practice, and then realized that there was an email that went out that I didn't get where we were all invited to um, a restaurant to have pizza tonight, thinking, Oh my gosh, can I actually do this? I've got this TV show to show up for. There's some things I want to prepare beforehand. (laughs) And then go there. It's freaking chaos with about 27 and 8 year old boys and families. Come back, get the kids in the bath. At least I had dinner out there uh, and then read them a book, get them to bed, put a bit of lippy on, show up for you. This is real, my real life. The thing is, is that that can happen without me tripping into, oh, my God, my life is too much. I don't even know how to do things. Oh, by the way, I'm also leaving for Sydney tomorrow and I've got another workshop to do to run in the morning live. So spit on. Uh, and I'm also promoting my, um, keeping video real program where I help, um, other online people who want to create videos, create videos. It's awesome. So, uh, I, um, the secret to reducing overwhelm is not starting the day at 4.45. It is not something I recommend. Absolutely no way. Christina, this will be here for you when you come back from popping your babe down. Uh, so I, I'm only sharing this because I just want you to know not every day is like that. That is not my normal day, but some days are really full. Sometimes I feel very stretched, and uh, but this is not my norm now and this can also happen without me dropping every single ball and feeling like my life is just total chaos. So I want to talk to you about, um, I'm getting tired just listening. Yeah, right, so Denise, like some days are a bit intense, but I want to talk to you about one there's a few concepts that I'm going to introduce you to and I want to share these because okay just going to put these words up um words not coming up oops there you go I don't need my name there I can hide that oh oh okay agenda oh okay clearly it's all brand new I don't know why my name is there if I could get rid of that I would I'm a bit awkward and now you can't really see me properly. Uh, I want to talk about your identity. So what I want to talk to you about is when I realised that I was identifying myself as an overwhelmed person, I realised that every single action that I was taking in my life was backing up that my identity as someone who was chaotic, as someone who was overwhelmed, as someone who was never on top of anything, as someone who was letting people down. That was who I identified Lisa off as being. So there I was just going, um, you know, hey, I'm Lisa. I'm so busy all the time. Hey, I'm Lisa. I run my business. I've got three kids. And so I, I was reinforcing all the time that, my life was overwhelming. What happens when we do that, when we work from a place of identity and we've got them around all sorts of different things? Uh, you might identify as being a very calm person. And if you, you are, then maybe you don't need this. <laughs> but I shifted my identity consciously when I realised that as long as I was identifying as being overwhelmed, I was going to keep recreating my overwhelm. Uh, what? So what I am saying to you is, is that this overwhelm that's created in our external world, we're actually creating on the inside. Because on the inside, as long as Lisa caught up, it's Lisa chaos caught up, or Lisa overwhelmed caught up, or Lisa um, always working to deadlines, caught off, like that's that's who I am. That's what I do. I need deadlines because that's the only way I get things done. Like all these little identifiers of who I was. And it's like, what the heck? When I realised and was introduced to a concept called Be, Do, Have, and if you're a small stepper, you already know this, everything changed for me. So. I want to talk about how I have been different. So when I realised it was completely my choice to create this overwhelm and I had identified myself as an overwhelmed person, so therefore I just kept on creating overwhelm because why would I create calm when I'm an overwhelmed person and I'm a chaotic person and I'm too busy and there's too much on my plate? I would just keep on reinforcing that. Um, Then when I when I was introduced to this concept by the amazing Jim Fortin of be do have, it's that we we kind of go about things in the wrong way. We think once I have more time, um, or once my husband helps out, or once all the kids are in school, or once whatever we have, then I will be calm. And it's like, what? Hang on. No. Because what will happen is that you can't have those Those things might happen, but you will still be an overwhelmed person. So then we think, okay, maybe it won't be that. When I start putting the clothes away as soon as they've come off the line, I will be less overwhelmed. When I start, um, you know, all the things that we can do, when I declutter my home, when I... Uh, write a meal plan, then I will have my calm life. But it's still backwards because it's still asking us to do something that works against our identity. So you think about um, then being different. I hope you're with me here. Uh, So when we say be, do, have, we're working from a place of, If we decide to be the person, be a calm person, be someone who doesn't have too much on her plate, be someone who consciously moves through her days, be someone who who feels like, hey, I can do this, like life is doable. If we decide, and it's a conscious choice to be that, then can you see how someone who is being overwhelmed will be doing things to create the overwhelm, like leaving things to the last minute, not putting things in a diary, blah, 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 blah. And they'll keep having that overwhelmed result. But someone who has decided to be calm does things in a completely different way. So if I'm choosing calm, today I chose calm. Everything was kind of crackers around me and I decided to be a person who was strong and considered and uh, calm and so all of these things were happening but inside I was like it's okay it's okay and so what I did was just I just moved through the things that needed to get done I didn't get caught up in the drama of things I didn't get caught up in, um, my stories of what this all meant, like I'm going to turn up on this and not be able to string a sentence together because all this stuff has gone down and I've dealt with about five complete and utter tantrums today from my three-year-old, which is freaking draining. Uh, I'm not because I'm going to be calm today. I'm going to be strong and considered and calm. So I did things (laughs) I was doing things in that way which meant I've gotten to the end of the day and here I am the children are all asleep sure house is a bit of a mess uh, but I completely recreated the situation for myself because I decided to be something different I I have decided over the course of this last maybe six months to be something different than Lisa chaos overwhelmed caught up Um, Michelle, I am so glad that that makes sense. Hey, Ra. Sorry, I haven't responded to your messages. Um, we're human beings, not human doings. Yes, Danielle. Um, this is the thing that none of us understand is that we are programming our thoughts, which creates our external reality. So if I'm constantly thinking overwhelmed thoughts, I'm being an overwhelmed person, I'll just keep doing stuff that gives me that, Overwhelmed result. Whereas if I choose to be someone who is calm, sure, it doesn't work all the time. This thing is a practice. Life still gets me. But it is a practice that is completely changing my life. And I want to share it with you. I want to share with more people. Um, Lisa and her truth bombs, I'm an organized person. I if I wake up in the morning, like I don't know about you, I ask my small steppers. Um, the people in the small steps membership um, when I was putting this together like just tell me about what overwhelm feels like for you and they're like basically every day of my life I wake up feeling behind Um, I'm going constantly going through to-do lists I never feel on top of anything I never finish anything Um, and I'm like actually feeling almost teary right now when I was reading it I was I was crying like this is so awful that so many of us have got ourselves in this situation, which brings me to my next point. Uh, um, Linda, look, listen, children are a whole other beast. So Linda's just said, I find I can choose to be calm, but then it's like a time bomb just goes off when the kids melt down start. I speak softly, calmly. Said child doesn't calm down and I lose it. Any advice on this situation would be amazing. Linda, work in progress right here. It is triggering. It is like when, when everything's kind of going up, what I'm finding is as if I am honouring myself and my needs more and more and more and more, it is easier to deal with those moments because I'm not working from an empty cup and that is a whole different um, different um, conversation. <laughs> But I do just want to move on to this which kind of fits in. And this was a really, really hard pill for me to swallow. And if if you've been around for a little while, especially if you saw the lessons I learned in 2017 um, Facebook Live I did at the end of last year, this is something that I have had to do. I have had to take radical responsibility for my life in loads of different areas. A huge one being taking responsibility for my overwhelm. Like no one else, nothing else was going to change it except for me. What? Couldn't I just like win the lottery and be able to pay someone to do all the little things I don't want to do or come in and be a cleaning fairy in my house every day or whatever it is? It was me. It was all my responsibility. And I and you know why it was a hard pill to swallow? Because man, I didn't want any more responsibility. I just wanted it to be solved. And I thought I don't I can't bear anything more until I thought of that in a completely different way. I thought, whoa. It, when I start taking responsibility, and I have found this to be true, when I started taking responsibility for what was going on around me, for my overwhelm, for my own life, I felt humongously powerful because it made me realize that pretty much everything in my life was a choice. Even when the kids were just like, get them to bed. I think to myself, I could adopt them out and I'm not going to do that. So my choice is to have them. How can I make this work best for me? (laughs) How can we just like, you know, I so so wish it was, like, socially acceptable to do Finergan and stuff like that. Like our mums, just like, yeah, I still remember the taste of Finergan and I love you, mum, if you're watching, but so funny. Um, so I think about it is my choice to have my children in my life. Sure, I could adopt them out. I could even get in an au pair to, um, to come in and help our family. Don't have that. Not my choice to have someone else in my house. Definitely want my children around. So then it's my responsibility to make this feel good for me because family life, motherhood can feel good. It doesn't mean that it's without its struggles and its tears, ours and all of that. But who else is going to make it different apart from you? Who else is going to calm your freaking life down but you? You choose. You're overwhelmed what I didn't think I was choosing it and if someone had told me that you know when I when my kids were four and under when um when you know I had this business I was pretty much doing everything by myself and you know I had people who I was trying to support online I had my kids I had my husband who were living away from all our family I'd be like you don't know my life I don't have a choice about this I need to be Earning money because I need to pay my VA or whatever it is, and I've got no choice about my children. I've got no, and there's so many. There are things sure in life that we can't, that we don't have certain control over. But it's it's our choices how we react and how we support ourselves through it. Um, I hope this is making sense. Uh, oh Melissa, that's awesome. Um, pick your battles with the kids. Yeah. Okay, is that a mind-blown emoji, Michelle? I'm not too sure. <laughs> um, but something weird happening to the brain, I think. So this whole um, taking responsibility thing, tough pill to swallow for me, has completely revolutionised my life, along with, if you've only just joined, realising that I was identifying, as long as I was identifying as an overwhelmed person, I w- it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, as someone else said, and as long as I, when when I was trying to wait for my circumstances to change or someone else to do something for me or to have something in particular that would suddenly make the overwhelm disappear, didn't work, never worked, tried that for years, never worked until I decided to be calmer, to be more organised and considered. And, you know, it doesn't just happen overnight, but when you realise that you're kind of, partly creating this it's it, it's so powerful when you think wow I wonder what would happen if I woke up tomorrow and decided to be organized like how would she show up well maybe maybe it's not four forty-five, but maybe I would set the alarm for 10 minutes earlier so I'm just showered and ready by the time everyone gets up or maybe I will just take a little bit of time on a Sunday to throw some cookies and a cake in the oven so that lunchbox snacks are are done for the week that's how that's how I might show up it's amazing what happens when you start to identify as something different you just start to do things differently which means you have a different result freaky but true and I thank Jim Fortin for um, I'm so glad it is making sense um, for introducing me to that concept because we can use it in so many different areas so in doing all this I have been able to let my chaos story go. What I realise now for sure is that whatever I have in my life, I am responsible for. And in order to make room for new things, new ways of being, I needed to let some old ways go. And so part of this process has been like, well, which are the parts of me or which ways of being have I just, do I just need to kind of say it's enough? It's enough now. What would it mean to you if you were like, done, done with the overwhelm, done with the crazy running around like I just can't even breathe? What would it mean for you to say, I'm choosing to let that go? I wonder. Sounds all airy-fairy, and throughout this TV series, we will be looking at some concrete stuff um, next week we'll be looking at brains and some really cool ways to start the, the decluttering process because a lot of our overwhelm is overstimulation. So there's a lot more coming, but I had to start with the big stuff, you guys. Um, uh, kudos for managing the overwhelm of live video and managing to read the comments simultaneously. But do you know what, Jane? I have an agenda. So sometimes Lisa just gets on, is like, don't know what I'm going to say, but this is going to come out. Tonight I'm like, no, I, I feel like there's so much I want to share. I really want to make sure that you guys have a good experience and can get it. So I'm just gonna have a little agenda. I'm even gonna put it on the screen, because that feels fancy, but you can't really see my face. So let's just do that. Um and and I wonder what it would mean for you to let your story go. Whichever story it is that's holding you back, because most of it is a story. We think it's reality, but most of the time it's a story. Um sounds scary. Um, I don't know, because, you know, my identity, I, you know, going back to the start and that identity piece was, who am I if I'm not overwhelmed? How does, I actually genuinely had a thought that my, my creativity in my business so thinking up new ideas for small steppers and coming up with new programs and all that sort of stuff required overwhelm. I resisted systems and procedures and anyone who was trying to help me get the business organised because I truly, like it sounds crazy now, but I had conversations with people about like I just, I will never, I don't want an organised business. It will stifle my creativity. I won't be able to be me in my business. Oh, my God. I also had a story that Clutter is how I like to live, like surrounded by clutter. feels homely. It's how I like to live. I don't mind. I like things clean, but clutter I can deal with. That's just a BS story. I totally made up because I didn't (laughs) want to tidy up. Um, uh, Michelle no longer gets notifications for everything. So liberating. Awesome. Hey, Jules. Yeah, it is a bit fancy here tonight. So exciting. So... Um, we have spoken about these things and I'm going to do one final one. We've spoken about your identity. And as long as you're identifying as overwhelmed, you will keep creating overwhelm in your life. It's just, it actually like, can you see how you never give yourself a chance to not be overwhelmed when you keep telling yourself that story? It's a really big piece of the puzzle and I hope it makes sense. And then the B do have, so, you know, We can try to change things externally, but if we are still being overwhelmed, we'll still do overwhelmed things like that keep us um, creating that overwhelmed reality. Whereas if we choose to be something different, and you can just play around with this, then you'll end up doing things kind of differently because a person who is um, on top of it, like I'm just choosing to be on top of stuff, that person opens the school newsletters and puts dates in her diary straight away. See, you're very A person who is on top of it doesn't really leave things to the last minute because it doesn't fit with the being on top of it vibe. And can you see how that then creates a whole new reality? Um, uh, fabulous. This philosophy applies to so many other aspects of it. Denise, this is never-ending goodness, this stuff. I can so relate to the false story of being okay with clutter. Yes. Must watch the digital decluttering session. So that'll be next week and it's awesome. Um, I can so relate. Yes. Uh, Inga, might have been a challenge. I did do a declutter challenge. Next week I am going to be letting you know that I, I am actually creating something totally free and totally awesome for you, like a, a video about decluttering in my top places to start um declutter my inbox has changed my life yes did it in the small test membership um hey glennis yep yeah, absolutely you can come back and watch this anytime we'll also be putting it on the podcast and onto youtube Ah, uh, this will be so good for me yay um so we talked about identity we talked about being different we talked about oh so annoying taking radical responsibility for our overwhelm it is yours it's no one else's it's being created by you sorry but it has and we can find ways around it if we choose the you know I felt it like a slap in the face when someone said I just don't think you really take responsibility for your life and I was like I'm all the responsibility do you know what I'm dealing with right now story and it's like yeah but still like that's 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 the life that you've created you need to take some responsibility and i just wanted to just get so cross anyway i didn't um and here i am and everything's changed taking responsibility is an uncomfortable thing to hear a life-changing thing thing to do because if i take 100 percent responsibility for my life then 100 percent is possible um i then chose to let go of my chaos and overwhelm story like it's been it's been good it's time for a new story. And then I committed to it. I thought, I've heard these principles, I get it. I don't know if I really get it, um, or if this is just some BS. But I started to implement it, I started to think about it consciously. I started to share it with small steppers who are having stacks of breakthroughs around it as well. And my whole way of being has changed and there's been some pretty full-on intense stuff going down in these walls and my life isn't less busy it's just less overwhelming I just don't trip into that state all the time so I really encourage you to have a think about these things to have a think about these concepts and see how they fit in for you. Uh, Everything you say makes so much sense to me. Your words are gold. I've been telling myself I'm a disorganised person for as long as I can remember. Looking forward to trying a new concept. Same with me, Nicole. It was like my mantra. Even I remember as a teenager, I'd just let my room get so messy that my mum would come in and uh, um, I'm just going to. Uh, my mum would come in on the weekends, I'd go to work, you know, Jeans West, the Glen, wherever it was I was working. No, that was when I was a bit older. McDonald's, when I worked at McDonald's as a teenager. And um, she would just come in and clear the whole place. And I thought that that was great. Uh, And so ever since then, I'm like, I'm a person who doesn't tidy up because I never did the tidying up because mum did it for me, but because she obviously got very frustrated. My mum's a clean kind of person. So bad. Um. Uh. Um. And now I can't remember what I was saying, but uh. Yeah. So I. And you know, same with disorganized, or same with uh, when I was working in journalism and TV, and we had deadlines, really tight deadlines, like daily deadlines. Um. You couldn't go anywhere. You had to do the work. I told myself a story that that was the only way I could work is at that point, I had quit a PhD because I was like, what, how am I actually going to, I'm not going to do anything. Uh, A three-year deadline? This is not going to happen Belisa." And it was a bit lonely and I needed to talk to more people. Um, So I thought media suited me really well. Great, awesome. I have daily deadlines. This is the best. This is exactly what I need. And I just took that into every single aspect of my life. And it's 100% story. And it's a story that I chose and I chose to live by. I chose to be someone who works to deadline instead of um, being someone who loves getting ahead, loves feeling prepared. You no, know, it's just so powerful when you start to actually get this stuff. Um I managed to be that calm person on some days and it feels so amazing, but I never realised that it was a choice I made that day, going to make the choice more often. Janine, awesome. And I would love you to come back and um, comment on this and let me know how it goes. Uh, Sometimes adulting totally sucks. Examples, please. Oh, I can't remember what that was of um, when you said examples, please. Let me know what you want some examples of. And, you guys, that I was trying to keep this episode to half an hour And I have gotten through everything that I wanted to share with you, which involved your identity, being different, taking full responsibility, letting your overwhelmed story go, and then committing, trying this out for size, actually thinking, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to have a go at this. I'm just going to have a little play. Who do I want to be? Who, Who do I need to be in order to not have an overwhelmed life? And just start, you know, you are that person because we can really literally change quite quite quickly and quite easily. Um, I'm a deadline person too, and I need to change that, Michelle. And this is where commitment comes in. It's not as though I just decided these things and it happened. The other thing that I wanted to share was that uh, creating new habits is actually quite hard. And there's a lot in our brains that work against us to create new habits. Our our brains love habits. It knows exactly what it needs to do in each moment. Um, Once a habit is really ingrained, um, it's like survival instinct. And it's like why we do things the same way day in and day out. And trying to change those habits is what I help people do in Small Steps Steps Living Membership. Um, And uh, what happens is, that like you, you, if you picture a uh, grass, you know, tall grass in a field, and there's you know a tree full of fruit that you want to get to on the other side, and you've just got this well-worn path that you just go that same way all the time. Awesome! It's just like don't have to try, don't have to beat down any grass. You know, like you've cleared. You know, there's no snakes on that path. It's sweet. And then and then you like someone tells you or you realize. That there's probably a quicker path, um, flatter land, all these really good reasons why you should go to that path. But you start going to that path. And even though you know, it's going to be awesome. Um, it's actually a really hard job to keep beating down that path. And and then you're on that path. And it's there's there's like a slippery slip down to the other normal one. So it's just like, One foot just slips off, and suddenly you're back down an old, well-worn path, which might actually be harder, but you know it. And it's just, it takes energy to create those new pathways. And that's why I always am like, just, you don't have to do the whole path right now. Just start taking, you know, just start sort of digging in because it's really hard to form those new habits. Our brains don't particularly like it. And, uh, but there's Absolutely ways that you can do it. And small st- the small steps philosophy actually is um, backed by a lot of um, research. Um, I feel like I'll be bored if I let go of the overwhelming stress. Adam, well, you know, it's your choice. If overwhelm feels good to you, for me, it led to shingles. Um, for me, it led to me going to see my chiropractor for um, something. I loved my chiropractor in Brisbane. Um, and he would just be like, Lisa, your adrenals. And I was like, Sean, I don't even know. I'm not even stressed. And he's like, "Your body is telling me a different story. And it, it's like all of us just kind of accept this low-level stress, but it's so bad for our bodies. And all of the health um, and wellness people that I have interviewed over the years who have an understanding of the way bodies work as a whole know that, You know, once our bodies are in that stress response, you know, things don't work because our body doesn't know the difference. And if you've been around, you've heard me say this before, but our bodies don't know the difference between us like running like a a herd of elephants racing at our camp about to stomp us to death versus running late for school pickup oh, my God, like our body, to our body, it means the same thing. So it fires off different hormones. It stops things like digestion. It stops, like it, it doesn't, that's not a fertile environment for a baby to be born or bits and so. but all of us are, you know, we're dealing with this kind of low-level stress without even knowing it because that's modern life. We accept it as the way it is. We haven't taken responsibility for it. We haven't realised that things could be a different way and we have choice in most things. And our bodies, whether we like it or not, are absolutely responding to this level of stress and overwhelm. So I feel like it's a gift to my body. The more and more times I can just be taking myself out of there, just being the person who, who moves through things slowly and steadily, um, the person who is just calmer, it's, it's actually extraordinary, the changes that I have felt in my body, really extraordinary. Um, my appetite has actually gone down for some reason. I, I think about eating far less than I used to because I was kind of always hyper alert to my energy levels, whereas I just don't necessarily feel that now. It's fascinating, the whole thing. And that's why I'm doing this series because, and some of the stuff is going to be mega tangible, but this stuff today was really where I wanted to kick it off because I really wanted to set a tone that, you know, this is yours, that you can change this, you absolutely can, and that it all starts in here. It's not about changing the outside world first. It's about changing in here. So um, stress right now as I'm trying to listen to my son when I get out of the bath. Oh, Barbara, that's like the story of my life right there. Um, I'm creating little people just like me too. I want to change so they don't make these habits too. Brooke, I remember when I was, when I had my son, he was my eldest, and I was in the in the hospital and um, I was just trying to work out how to breastfeed. I'm even just sort of holding like this. Like uh, and he was there um, and I just, I didn't really know what I was doing. But in those moments, I was, I was really calm. I just sort of thought, you know, I'm not going to freak this poor little baby out just because I don't know what I'm doing. And when a midwife walked in and she said, ah, every single time, calm mother, calm baby. And I have never forgotten that. We all know that when we go up, our kids go up around us. It's just what happens. I mean, you know, we don't need to be, have an understanding of all the woo-woo in the world to know our energy affects other people and because we can see it and it's why their energy sort of affects us. And so it's like this dance we're always playing. And what I noticed is, you know, Nick was gone for a month just recently and I chose to be um, calm, organised and strong. And the, the house just did not have a crazy time like we just i just kept the rhythms going for the kids i just remember always what that midwife said you know like we set the tone and i was exactly like you i realized you know i took my son to a, a psychologist so I'm like something's wrong with him um i'm not too sure what's wrong with him and she said i actually think it's a bit of anxiety and i'm like oh my god he's six what is he anxious about Maybe he was five, I can't remember. but then I just real I just I took responsibility for that and thought, okay, what what needs to change in me, not the way we do things, what needs to change in me and uh, and that was one of the things that really kicked this whole thing off. So I totally hear what you're saying with that. And you know, I don't subscribe to Mother's guilt. I'm doing the best I can. He chose me as his mum, so we're just working this out together. Uh, I know I'm the best mum for my children. You are the best mum for your children, 100%, or dad if there's dads watching. And um, I don't expect perfection from them. Um, I know I can see them at learning life as they go, and I consider that I am learning life and motherhood as I go too, so definitely don't prescribe to perfection or mother's guilt. Uh, Okay, Um, some great advice. Oh, no problem, Beck. Thank you. It's time to look after this, Mama. You guys go. It's nine fifteen. Um, the appetite thing is really interesting for the food for thought, which is a bit ironic. Yes. Um. So glad I joined tonight. Thank you, Alison. I appreciate that. I'm really, I really hope it was worthwhile and um, gave you something to think about. Uh, and you, you know, we it's really that message that it's what's going on inside. Um, calm, mother, calm babies. Yeah. Uh, I get what you're saying, Um, can't see how I can change anything. I'm in constant overwhelm. I hated it suffocating, but I don't think it's as easy as choosing. I'll have to watch more in these series. Let the series evolve, Brooke, for sure. I get it. I get it. I was exactly the same. But, like, how does this work? I don't understand. Um, Give me the steps. Or how does this work? And, um, you know, someone once said to me, I was like, I just feel like I just really want to be happy. And they're like, be happy then. Just be happy. And I was like, it's not as easy as that, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I haven't ever tried to just be happy. Okay, I'll give it a try. <laughs> and I can't even tell you the amount of times that I think about that now. And I'm like, you, you choose your happiness, Lisa. So what would make you feel happy right now? Just do something that makes you feel happy. And I'm just edging, edging, edging my life into this awesome state. So I get exactly where you are, Brooke. I felt like you. I was you. Honestly, it felt like walls were caving in. I was just getting through my days. I totally understand that. Um, but you just—if you just have an experiment, just think about what I said. Just let it percolate. Keep watching the series. This is—I know that this is a big, broad um, uh, topic, and it—and it is something that you need I needed to hear over and over and over before it finally landed for me but I hope you've at least sort of just have some fresh ideas and new ways to think about it and if you need to watch the um, replay go ahead and do that calm mum, calm baby it's incredibly true when I think about the moments when my house turns crazy it's why we need to take care of ourselves first it's like that's exactly why um hard to change your outlook it is exhausting bro. And it does take practice but just wake up tomorrow morning and experiment and just think you know who do i need to be today in order to have a less overwhelmed life just those words who do i need to be to have a less overwhelmed life just sit with it see what comes up for you this is a complete work in progress for me um i'm glad you enjoyed it lindy um love amy taylor cabaz's words peace begins with me linda she's just the best i saw when we had lunch she was down in melbourne um i love amy and everyone needs to go and follow amy taylor cabaz um because yeah she's extraordinary my pleasure michelle my pleasure julie that's exactly what you needed tonight awesome katie i'm really glad that you enjoyed it um Barbara, my pleasure. You guys, um, I will be notifying everyone of next week as well, uh, and I hope you will join me. It's so fun when people are here live. Um, next week, I will let you know the episode um, very soon. It's awesome. Well, I, I sort of did. Um, uh, I sort of did allude to it before. Um, sometimes I find I'm more organized and less overwhelmed my husband is away. Not sure why. Paige, same with me. Good night, Danielle. Same with me. I Because I rely on myself. Do you know why? Because I've taken full responsibility for what needs to happen. But when he's around, I default and I'm like, oh, can you just, oh, and then I think in my mind, he'll do that. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, this sounds so much more organized when I'm by myself. It's ridiculous. And he would be the same when he's by himself, but he's actually much better at keeping the things going. But see, once again, the story I've just told myself. Uh, thanks so much. My pleasure, Ali. Can't wait till next week. I'll see you then, Megan. Um, when uh, Only when we're responsible, yeah, things change. It's so true. Wendy, my pleasure. Um, uh, Amy Taylor-Cabaz, that's okay. I totally got it. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'm just trying to not get rid of this screen. Um, Jules, love your work, lady. I think I need to see the first bit. Yeah, go back and watch the beginning. I didn't want these to take too long um, because I wanted to make sure that people felt cool to watch the replay. Um, Jess, it's my pleasure. Give it a go starting tomorrow. Come back and comment and let me know. Um, Denise, it's my pleasure. And, yes, so... um, Lisa has said she'll be getting some of her friends to watch this. This is stuff that does require discussion and is a lot more fun when you're doing it with friends. (laughs) So uh, feel free to tag anyone who you think might benefit from listening to this. Share it to your page. Um, Absolutely fine. No problem. Share it far and wide. Um, This is stuff that I've been learning and implementing in my own life. And if you know me, it's like it's very hard for me not to share because I like talking about this stuff. And as much as I love helping people, change the food in their lives small steppers in the membership know that it is very very hard to change the food that you're eating when you're just living a life of constant panic and overwhelm so that's why i love talking this conversation too it's one and the same i appreciate you guys being here and sticking around um so thank you so much for giving me your time and your feedback i love receiving the comments so um until next week on small steps tv uh the overwhelm series i will be um seeing you guys then and also i'm always around shivers oops i was just going to do a bit of an outro let's see if that works i'll um i'll be seeing you guys next week i appreciate you and um we will see you then as i work out this um change okay bye guys For more inspiration, interviews, and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life, one small step at a time. Hey there, are you subscribed to this podcast? Make sure you subscribe and you will be reminded every time a new episode drops. See you soon.